Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shall forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 148 and 150 begin on page 524. O praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights. Praise him, all ye angels of his, praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars and light. Praise him, all ye heavens, and ye waters that are above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he spake the word, and they were made. He commanded, and they were created. He hath made them fast forever and ever. He hath given them a law which shall not be broken. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons in all deeps. Fire and hail, snow and vapors, wind and storm, fulfilling his word. Mountains and hill, all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars. Beasts and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowls. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the world. Young men and maidens, old men and children, praise the name of the Lord, for his name only is excellent and his praise above heaven and earth. He shall exalt the horn of his people, all his saints shall praise him, even the children of Israel, even the people that serveth him. Psalm 150 O praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in his noble acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the sound of the trumpet, praise him upon the lute and harp. Praise him in the timbrels and dances, Praise him upon the strings and pipe. Praise him upon the well-tuned cymbals. 
Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the book of the prophet Amos. Woe to you who are at ease in Zion, and trust in Mount Samaria, notable persons in the chief nation, to whom the house of Israel comes. Go over to Kalna and see, from there go to Hamath the Great, then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are you better than these kingdoms, or is their territory greater than your territory? Woe to you who put far off the day of doom, who cause the seat of violence to come near, who lie on beds of ivory, stretch out on your couches, eat lambs from the flock and calves from the midst of the stall, who sing idly to the sound of stringed instruments and invent for yourself musical instruments like David, who drink wine from bowls and anoint yourselves with the best ointments, but are not grieved for the affliction of Joseph. Therefore they shall now go captive as the first of the captives, and those who recline at banquets shall be removed. The Lord has sworn by himself, the Lord God of hosts says, I abhor the pride of Jacob and hate his palaces. Therefore I will deliver up the city and all that is in it. Then it shall come to pass, if ten men remain in one house, they shall die. A relative of the dead, with one who will burn the bodies, picks up the bodies to take them out of the house. He will say to one side the house, Are there any more with you? Then someone will say, None. And he will say, Hold your tongue, for we dare not mention the name of the Lord. For behold, the Lord gives a command. He will break the great house into bits, and the little house into pieces. Do horses run on rocks? Does one plow there with oxen? Yet you have turned justice into gall, and the fruit of righteousness into wormwood. You who rejoice over Lord Debar, who say, have we not taken Carnam for ourselves by our own strength? But behold, I will raise up a nation against you, O house of Israel, says the Lord, God of hosts. And they will afflict you from the entrance of Hamath, the valley of the Arabah. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to Abraham in his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth verse of the third chapter of Paul's letter to the Galatians. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. 
but that no one is justified by the law on the side of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith, yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brethren, I speak in the manner of men. Though it is only a man's covenant, yet if it is confirmed, no one annuls or adds to it. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one, and to your seed, who is Christ. And this I say, that the law, which was 430 years later, cannot annul the covenant that was confirmed before by God in Christ, that it should make the promise of no effect. For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer a promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy words. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness, for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Good evening, everyone. Uh, this is the last uh, service we have together in Septuagesima, and tomorrow we start Sexagesima. Um, both of these weeks are as we prepare for Lent. And remember, I, th I think you remember, the theme is that we're not going to fall back from anything from the excitement we had during Christmas and Epiphany and leading to Lent. We're going to um, be, be, be strong and courageous and uh, continue in our faith. So we see in um, Amos just a few things I wanted to, to bring up. Um, people who are not doing well, some of the mistakes that people make, put off the day of doom in verse 3. In other words, they're deniers. Um, verse 6, drinking wine from bowls. And you can imagine a little wine glass versus, you know, I'm going to drink from a bowl. It's excess. And these people are living with excess while other people starve. And they recline at banquets. In other words, they get so full they have to lay back and, and continue to eat. And so we see in verse 11, uh, the Lord gives a command. He will break the great house into bits. The little house topples. And so what it means is nobody escapes. If you're not, um, if you're not following God, if you're not uh, part of his, his uh, kingdom, then, then you're, done, you're doomed. You're going you're gonna to be destroyed. So that's what we're looking at. So then as we go into Galatians, uh, some things that I think are really important, some verses. In verse 2, the justification by faith and, uh, and justification by the law are, are uh, mutually exclusive. Excuse me, verse, verse 12, I'm sorry. So at the very heart of this, this, these two next two chapters of Galatians is that Paul has to convince the Galatians that salvation comes from righteousness and faith, not adherence to the law, because this is what they've been... Uh, told this is what the the bill of goods that they're being sold. So we also see um, the word redeemed, and which is a word used to speak of buying up a slave's or a debtor's freedom. In other words, if I were to go to Joel's house and say, "Look, I'm paying off your mortgage," that would be a redemption. And so what Jesus has done, we owe God more than we can give Him, and Jesus has redeemed us from that. Uh, the heart is another important thought, and it's eternal, and it's the most important. So what we see is we see ourselves standing, and then righteousness is off where we cannot reach it on our own, uh, under our own power. And so what Paul is trying to convince the Galatians is that through faith, you become justified. And the law has a purpose, and because the, the Judaizers are coming in and they're promoting the law only, Paul's uh, pretty disparaging about the law. But the law is the outward evidence of our eternal faith, not that we fulfill the law because we can't do that. Anybody who tries to do it on their own is, is not going to make it. But the law is part of how we learn to love and honor God as we, as we obey his commandments. And I think one of the most important things I've learned in my uh, journey doing, living by rule and doing morning and evening prayer and um, communion each week is that this uh, process takes time. It's not um, something we do in one night. I imagine God could do that, but this is a process that we're living in a life that we're living. So um, what I want to do right now is drop a little psychology on you. And so here's what I want to tell you, that thoughts and beliefs, what we believe about ourselves and what we think about ourselves can determine our actions. So if we think we're not very good, we're going to act like we're not very good. If we think we're sluggards, we're going to act like sluggards. But here's the converse of that, and that's that your actions can determine your thoughts and your beliefs. So what we look for is as we look for a way to take something that might separate us from God and we say move that and, and add something that brings us closer to God, 
what you'll find is that your belief and your thought about yourself and your mood and your your everything will change. So we can we can uh, challenge thoughts and beliefs, but we can also decide what our actions will be. So as we determine to obey God and be, draw closer to Him, our thoughts and beliefs grow stronger too. So one of the other problems is, especially for us Christians, is sometimes our beliefs are all, not always congruent with our actions. In other words, the psychological word is cognitive dissonance, and what that means is there's there's not a balance. There's not a uh, there's a uh, you can't believe this and do this kind of thing. So what we do is we bring the do this into into um, into balance with the what we believe. We'll start feeling better and we'll start doing. Um, we'll start noticing the growth that we have. So we, as we go into Lent, as we're getting ready for Lent, we're going to make an effort to bring some of our actions into compliance uh, with God's laws, even though the law isn't going to make us saved. We're, we're justified through the law. But because we love God and we, we're so thankful that uh, we're brought into, just, into justice and righteousness, or yes, justification and righteousness through faith, um, our response to him is to honor him. And we do that by acting in accordance with the way he wants us to act. The other thing that I found with this time thing is, is I can decide to do something and tomorrow I could change some of what I do, but it's not a part of who I am yet. I've read that it takes three months to make a habit. Um, so if I do something every day for three months, then it becomes a habit. So that's something we have to remember as Christians. Uh, we don't uh, sign a man up for the military, hand him a rifle and say, go, go, go. Uh, we actually, they get uh, 13 weeks of uh, basic training in the Marines I know. So um, that's something we need to remember too, is we have to practice this faith to get fully confident in it and to really reap the benefits of it. And as we do, we'll look up one day and go, wow, I love being close to Jesus. And that's the whole goal. So in conclusion, our love leads us to obedience, which leads us to a change of our mood and heart in um, serving God. So let's do the intercession on page 590. And we'll stop in the middle and make our private, private request to God. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his, for his sake who went about doing good. And we'll make our private intercessions at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.
Good to be with you tonight. Uh, thank you, Joel, for doing all three tasks and reading so well. Uh, have a blessed Saturday evening, and I'll look forward to seeing you in church tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>